podcast today, uh, I'm going to attempt something a little bit different in this interview. Um, returning guest, Mommy City Council's um, Margo Puffenberger. Margo was on not that long ago to talk about the emergency 911 levy, also where the road diet and things were with um, Uptown Mommy. We'll get much, much deeper into that as she's helped me snag the brand new mayor of Mommy. That is Jim McDonald. It was good to get to chat with him and hear his vision. And I want you to think about something. We'll, uh, we'll get the answer at the end of the discussion, but I want you to guess... What political party is Mayor McDonald a part of? That's your homework for this. And the difference here, um, one of the places I get a lot of content for where I spew that back out or things I keep to myself because there's no way anybody besides me would be interested in this is um, a place called Marginal Revolution. It is uh, run by Tyler Cowan, who is a, a polymath and... It can be a hard listen when he does a podcast because it's often not a conversation back and forth. He's got questions. He asks them. He gets an answer, moves on to the next one. Um, I tried to do my best of that. It is more conversational than I, what I've heard with, uh, with, with Tyler, who is someone I, I look up to and I'd love to be called a polymath one day. I'm a polymath in my own head. Um, a great visit here, and if you uh, read or listen to the tea leaves, I'll just sprinkle them with uh, Trader Joe's and some other things. Let's dive in now with the new mayor of Mommy and my friend Margo Puffenberger now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks for taking some time, Margo. Thanks for dra- dragging uh, the new mayor into the studio here. Uh, Mr. Mayor Jim McDonald, good to meet you. Thanks for having us. What did uh, what did Margo warn you about with this potential chaos? Uh, no warnings. Okay, just good. yeah, no, we're good. Good. Uh, did she? She could have told you that this is a safe space for road diets and roundabouts. Here. I, I got you. Tell him he loves what mommy's doing. I he do. I do. Um, we'll get to that a, a bit later on. Uh, Margo and I, when we chat, we usually have a conversation. But um, she gave me some homework. I watched the state of the, the state of the city. So I'm just going to fire off some questions at you. Sure. And uh, try not to t- try to comment as little as possible. And maybe Margo and I will just be um, spectators here. Um, I'll say it because you said it. You answered your own question when you did State of the City. Who is this guy? Yeah, well, I've been living in Maumee for about 40 years. And uh, my job there was a police officer. And I was kind of the community officer guy. So I did a lot of community work. uh, Majority of my career, uh, teaching D.A.R.E., doing Safety City for the little kids, that kind of stuff. And then uh, I held a number of different positions there. was a training guy for many, many years and kind of moved up in the ranks. And then last five years I was there as a police chief. So that was a great opportunity I had. And uh, and then uh, one of the things I got to do when I was a police chief is I got to go to the FBI Academy. It's a leadership college in Quantico, Virginia, which was one of four guys that year in the state of Ohio. So it was a, it was a real honor to, to be able to do that and learned a lot of cool things. It's actually a, uh, a Marine Corps base and the FBI Academy is there along with DEA and a lot of other, uh, federal type of thing. It's very well protected. You need a lot of security clearance to get in there. And, uh, so yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, for three months I was away from home. And then, um, so when I retired in uh, 2018, I thought, well, I don't think I'm done with any kind of uh, civil servant type stuff. So I ran for council and and got that. And then in the last couple of years of council, the council people felt um, gave me the honor of of being the council president. And then I ran for mayor. And you know, I was kind of something I didn't really anticipate doing, mm-hmm. but I kind of had some encouragement from some friends and some other community people and said, "Hey, you know, you can do this. You everybody knows you. In fact, I don't even think you're going to be opposed." And I'm like, well, I wouldn't go that far, but they were right. I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody ran against me, so uh, I got I got mayor in uh, this past November, and uh, it's been it's been a great six weeks. I mean, it's been yeah, we kind of hit the road running. So far, has it been harder to corral politicians and uh, and people angry against the road diet than it was being the chief of police? <laughs> it's different, I'm sure. I think it's almost the same. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah. What's That's something? What's yeah. something from uh, from learning in Quantico and being the police chief for such a long time? Did you have to kind of implement right away in this new job? Well, um, that you're a servant. Really, it's not really something that you 
should just kind of bully your way into. You know, when you work for the people, you really do need to have a, a, a servant heart when you do that. And uh, I think that's important. And uh, so I've tried to incorporate that in moving forward and, and, and involve everybody. I think it's important to empower people. Uh, that's a good leadership quality is that when people have strength, you should give them the the leadership, give those leadership roles and give them the, the rope to do what they want to do and put the stamp on what they want to put their stamp on. And, uh, so, you know, that, that's kind of like where we're going at this point. And, uh, it's been cool. We have seen, uh, it's fiery times we live in and everything from foods to roads to you name it. Everybody wants to get upset about something. And how do you, as an elected official and with city council before, because you are elected, if I was one of your constituents living in Maumee, I elect you to make decisions that are the best for me. Um, with as fiery as people can get now, um, and I've come to see, and maybe you guys both as well, that it's it's often a minority that's really, really loud. Um, how do you make the best decisions when the loud people that might be the minority are against the decision, but you believe in your heart, this is what's right. You're right. I mean, you get about 5% of the population that makes a hundred percent of the noise. Yeah. So that, that there's, there's some validity to that for sure. I, I try to navigate that by not ignoring them. I don't think that's the way to go. I think you do need to give them an explanation as to why you're doing the things that you're doing. And, and you know what the end result is and try to give them a vision as to where we're trying to go we can't just let things crumble you know we have to prepare for the next generation you know mommy's an older town and you know we just can't let things crumble and you know part of our renovation has been to fix things in the ground Mm -hmm. that were hundred years hundreds of years old yeah so you know it's not just fix the, the surface but it's fix the things that are in the ground and um you know, you know, and to try to tell them that, you know, I understand your viewpoint. That is critical. Not everybody's going to agree. We live in a free country and everybody's got the right to give their opinion. I get that. Uh, you know, that's not that's not unheard of. So uh, but I think it's important just to t- tell people why this is what we're looking at. This is what the industry standard is. This is what innovation looks like. This is what professionals are saying is a better way to make streetscapes and do different things. And uh, and then we try to educate as much as we can. And, and council's really good with that. And Margo's really good with that. She's really good at, I, at telling people why. How long does it take you to read her Monday emails? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's... I appreciate her. So I, mean, I, I, I do. I think it's uh, she's very detailed in telling people why and what's important and which is passionate for her. And, and you know, people elect her for that. And mm-hmm. she, I don't think she should be anything other than that. When you were sworn in, do you have to swear by the idiot and the pizza? It's my it's the best. By the far, I mean, I, <laughs> you don't get elect. You don't you don't get an elected mayor without that, right? No, I mean, I, I went there before. In fact, when I was a kid, I went there when it was Brother Baker's. So it was an older establishment then, but so it's been there. It was a bank originally back in the early parts of Maumee. It was a bank and you walk, when you walk in, you can see how it could be a bank. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I hung out there when I was in college at, with, when it was Brother Baker's. And um, so when the Village Idiot came around, they got the best pizza around. There's no question. I was just there yesterday on a, a, a acoustics for autism event kickoff thing. And of course we ordered a couple pizzas and we had to do that, but uh yeah, it's a cool place. It's 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 got a lot of a lot of good vibe in it. Perhaps in the way that we used to see uh, Mayor Bell of Toledo at at frequently at UT events, um, we'll, you'll you'll be known for being at the idiot. Yeah, there's well, the mayor at the end of the bar. Have a pizza. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, one of the things when I was watching the state of uh, the city address, uh, you mentioned that wisdom is one of your tenants. Where do you find it? I just think it's uh, it's a soul searching thing. It's just uh, listening to other people, being willing to learn, have an open mind. Uh, you know, I read things and and people have experiences with people, and I learn from that. And it's important. And there's important people in your life that you kind of learn from that kind of sticks better than other stuff. But when when I kind of zero in on somebody, I I really. I, I I learned from that, and I don't think we should ever stop learning. Yeah, and, yeah. Could you give me a a person that maybe you recently had an encounter with, a, a book you read, an article you read that that made a light bulb go on? I think 
I think for me, it probably wasn't so much a book or anything, but, but really the FBI Academy, when I, it was 130 countries that were represented there. There were, there were, uh, administrators and police chiefs and professionals from all over the world. And to be able to network with that and learn from that and just see what, uh, you know, what other people have to go through to do what they do, you learn from that. And you, and, um, I mean, I came away from there saying we are really one of the best, we are the best country in the world with what other people have to deal with. And, uh, so it, it, uh, I just keep an open mind with that. To talk police, probably from what I have seen, not as big a challenge in Maumee as Toledo for sure, but I know Perrysburg has had an issue. Um, this is this was under your purview for a long time, so I'm sure it will be a pet project of yours. How do you keep um, the officers satisfied? How do you keep officers employed? How do you recruit new officers? It's a different job than it was five years ago. It is, and it's an occupation that I think our younger generation probably is not really wanting to pursue. Firemen's probably the same way. So I, I, you, you have to um, compete with wages and benefits. So you have to compete with that. Um, in, in today's world, um, you know, younger people are looking at that. Where's the best place to go? Where's the best place to work? Where's the safest place to work? Uh, and when you try to uh, convince people that mommy is a really good place, uh, I think you try to you try to tell them you have the support of all your other officers who are on the road. You're not out there alone. You're going to get you're going to get the best training that we can offer you. We're going to get you the best equipment. And council's committed to that. They they know that's an important piece of our community and. And so you just have to make the environment and, and give them the manpower that they need adequately staffed and, uh, and, I, and, and hope that that resonates with them and that, that it connects. When you think of mommy, you don't think of the violent crime in bigger cities. Um, you seem to want to crack down on speeders, which I'm all about. Slow everybody down. Follow the signs, right? It, it is. I, I think aggressive driving. It's just it's been something that I have not liked my whole career. I did, it's not. People don't have the right to do that. The road is shared by everybody and the aggressive drivers and the speeders. I mean, we have to, we have to crack down on them. And, and um, I think that creates a reputation in your city saying, hey, you know, don't be speeding through mommy. Yeah. Because there's a very good chance you're, you're going to pay for it. And tickets today aren't cheap. No. Yeah. Is it the And uh, car insurance is one of the things that we don't pay as often as gas or food, but it too has skyrocketed. It is. And and I don't think people think about that. They think, mm. well, I'll just pay the ticket and move on. Mm. Well, no. there's repercussions that yeah. will trickle down. Is it the kind of thing, uh, uh, and Margo, I know you're here. I just yeah. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I love hearing. You can, you can jerk on my chain if, <laughs> I, if I get him too no, hard. I'm good. Um, <laughs> this is all this, this big plan, and we'll move into downtown here shortly, but uh, the, the strip on the trail, is it from Key to Witch Street, um, which is down to 35 miles an hour? It is to Fort. Uh, Ford. Yeah. So is this the kind of thing like you pointed out where a couple years ago, uh, TPD was up on some green grass uh, on 475 looking to, to snag people for, for speeding. Um, and they were those were the electronic tickets that they would get you. Is there going to be an officer somewhere on the trail somewhere to slow these people down so that reputation is had? Because you pull a couple of people over, it gets around fast. It, it does. I think to be fair... There should be um, an education component of it, whether it's electronic billboards or whatever. Give people the at least the opportunity and the chance to understand that it's going to be slower through here. You know, we hope that you would do it voluntarily. And after six months or so, if you don't choose not to do it voluntarily, then I guess we'll we'll, we'll slow you down. We'll slow you down. <laughs> um, how, as a former police chief, and then bumping up to the other positions, council, and now mayor. Um, how do you feel, something Margo and I have talked about, I think more, more personally than maybe uh, on the podcast, how do you feel about the personal attacks that hit Patrick Birch um, in the last handful of months um, over road diet things and otherwise? Yeah, I think people that reach out for that, they really have their own agenda and and it can, it can vary why they want to do that or whether it's affecting their business or it's affecting what they do. But I can tell you that working with him personally, uh, Patrick's very knowledgeable probably one of the smartest people as far as city engineering and 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 how to design things he's very very knowledgeable and it, it, he was not given a fair shake the people don't know him they're just, you know it's personal attacks he's he's the kind of guy that really tries to find a way to say yes i mean he he just 
he he will listen to you and and do what's best but he's also going to do what's best as far as the industry standard about what should be right in developing and and uh, i don't think people give him the fair shake for that and and but no but working next to him I don't have that same opinion at all. Lines yeah. of civility, we talked about this, Margo, with mailing campaigns and whatnot. Yeah. Lines of civility were, were crossed. And I was just wondering if, as a former police chief, with law, order, justice, fairness, if that aided you a little bit more than some other things. It did. I thought it was very unfair for yeah. somebody to do that. Yeah, the, the personal attacks are just, that's not, if you want to have a spirited debate about something and you want to talk intelligently about it, I, I'm all for that. But just to to do the faceless type of attack on somebody is cowardice. Yeah. yeah. Um, Margo, this will be your thing because to me, you're kind of like the bellwether. Um, you're the fulcrum of what could potentially be this movement to make a big deal in our surrounding areas. You talked about it in the state of the speech. Didn't work the first time getting emergency services funded. It did work the second time around. Um, they are now funded in Maumee. Um, Margo, can you talk about that a little bit? And then, uh, Mr. Mayor, offer in what other communities could take from what you guys have done? Um, just like talking about how we're, we They're plan funded. to kind of proceed. They are. <laughs> they was so exciting. Um, I couldn't believe when, you know, it didn't happen the first time. I think it was just a matter of not enough time kind of to educate and things um, uh, for the first vote. But I, I'm excited to to like move towards a, direct, a direction that's going to work better for the whole community and for our fire EMS um, people. Because, I mean, what I came to learn is that the whole volunteer you know, method of doing things has not worked for years and years and years. Even from in the small little town that I'm from, they were having issues. My mom was like, oh, we had, we had issues back when you were in high school. I mean, they just you just can't get the people to, sh- to show up like you need to. And it's not for any one terrible reason. It's just, you know, people's dynamics change. They've got full-time jobs. And, I mean, family dynamics change. Um, so it's, it's great that we now have the funding to be able to, you know, adjust things so that we can better able have the people there to respond but then also um be able to give the mutual aid that's expected as well because we were definitely in a place where we were having to receive a lot of mutual aid and not so much be able to give it back in return um Um, sorry go no no that's well let me just add one thing yeah they um i think the big difference was from the first time we learned that we needed to educate people better and we needed to under, let them understand why. It wasn't council that was asking for this money. It was the fire division. Yeah. It was the fire chief that was asking for it. He says, I cannot continue to operate this way. Our town deserves or, and, and wants the best emergency services that we have or that we can, we can generate. And so getting him in the mix and getting the fire chief in and say, look, you, you need to be a big part of this because you're the one asking for it. You're the one that needs to be passionate about it. And he, and he did. And uh, he went around and he did a number of town meetings and he, I mean, a number of them. I mean, they were, there was a lot. And he was asking a lot of people, if you have anything going on, let me know. I will make it a point to get there. Yeah. He would go to your, he would go to your meet your, your whatever private meeting you had. I mean, he would do anything he wanted to. And, and the, the people needed to hear that from him. And, and, and it was the truth. I mean, that was absolute truth. And, and I think that connected. Yeah. Uh, information education seems like a foundation of what you want to pass along to people. And that's how we learn and we come across to new ideas. Has anybody from uh, Rossford and Northwood reached out to you? Because they're, they're the next flashpoint of volunteer. How do we pay for this and whatnot? And I know they're talking with Perrysburg and there's a lot of ideas on the table. Nobody seems to agree on anything, but you, you guys seem to be a... Margo would be my first phone call. Yeah, I... One thing about police and fire is there's there's just like this whole turf thing, right? I mean, everybody's everybody wants their own little entity and their own little private little piece that they service. But I think moving forward, they're going to have to look at a different model. And yeah, Rossford, Northwood, some of these folks that are still wrestling with volunteer fire departments, they're not going to be able to continue doing it. It's not sustainable. So your option is to either ask the voters to see if they're willing to support a more full-time 
uh, look at your fire division or you centralize and you try to combine a lot of resources because fire trucks, fire personnel, outfit and firemen, those kind of things, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. It's very expensive to do that. And the more that you look at maybe trying to centralize those things and, and service a larger area with one department, I think that's another option that they can look at and they need to, they need to pursue, but no, they have not reached out to us and asked us anything, but Maybe they'll listen to your podcast. And McKinnon? Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that McKinnon and Rossford? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call Margo. I'll yeah, connect you. Yeah. There you go. Um, Call Mayor McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I listened intently, and it might be a, a lot of minutia, so I would direct people to uh, interviews you've done previously about infrastructure and all the boring things that nobody sees that needs to get fixed. So I'll ask you this question. Um People have seen some of that in addition to the road diet and whatnot. In fact, I think I have a footprint outside the mommy indoor that's not supposed to be there because of some cement. Yeah. Um, how is all that getting paid for? Will it cost people any more money? So our budget structure, we have two different accounts. We have an operating account, which basically pays for wages and people to provide services every day. And then we have a capital account. And by law, those two accounts need to be uh, isolated from each other. They cannot... Uh, crossover bounce. So we had uh, we had some money in our capital account that we could use to to do that. We also borrowed money, sold bonds, and we borrowed money. I think it was like at one and a half percent, like four years ago. Yeah. Because I mean, it was cheap. The economy yeah, fell yeah, apart. Yeah. And then after that, everything <laughs> shot up to seven yeah. percent. So so we we kind of saw that coming and said. Yeah, let's let's borrow some money at one and a half percent and we'll just pay it back over eight, ten years and get some of this stuff done because not everybody's got that kind of cash laying around to do that. So I mean, I, I thought it was a good idea to do that and it, it was cheap money. Uh correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I heard in your state of the city that uh, I think you said uh Income and property taxes have not been raised for like decades, right? Did I get th did I get that right? That's uh, right. That sounds bad because my alarm bells went off as, uh-oh, that's usually the, the precursor to we need to raise these things a little bit. Is that something that you foresee or is it just inevitable? That's life now. I'm a, kind of a believer of we as citizens, this is not 1880 where we were trying to pull people in. We're here. Unfortunately, we have to we have to pay. We have to, we have to chip in for this. We live here. You're right. If you if you move into a community and you expect high level of services and ex and don't expect to pay for them, I think that's not a reality. I think that's why people move to areas that have really good services. It it would be very it is going to be very difficult to take a, a level of income tax that has not been increased since the mid 1960s yeah. and try to provide services today at, at what uh, you know, and again, you're, you're trying to retain people, right? So you have to raise wages. You're, you're trying to retain good people. You're trying to hire good people. You're trying to give good services and you can't do that at a cut rate price. So that's something that uh, we rely on our uh, uh, finance director to evaluate and say, you know, that it, you know, we can't, we can't go into deficit here. We can't. And then, and then review what our options are in the future. There, there are a number of different options you can look at to try to change things around. Um, but would the community foresee some changes? I said it's very possible. Yeah. 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 Um, unfortunately, yeah. It's, a, it's a fact of life. Uh, we're all paying more for things because in 1960, I believe my dad would say a cheeseburger was about 39 cents. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're still taxing people on like that kind of number, it's like, unfortunately, yeah. this is what it is. But if you love where you live, you should invest in it as well. Yeah. Um, next question. On a scale of like a zero to 100%, um, where is the downtown project at? And then from that, can you tell me why trees are so important? I'd say we're probably at about 80, 85%. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say we're close. Yeah. It's funny. I got to tell you a funny story. So the, one of the posters for the uh, uh, acoustic for autism mm -hmm. is a pair of headphones around a orange barrel. <laughs> So, so it's pretty cool. I mean, and and uh, I was just showing that yesterday. I said, that's pretty creative. I mean, yeah, that's pretty cool. But Just embrace yeah, what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, and he said the, the t-shirts are selling off the hook. So. Good. Oh, I bet. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but any, that's a high percentage. Yeah. Like, yeah. the end is within sight now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the uptown area is pretty much done. Uh, we got some arches to put up. The trail, we've got some some more to do and, and some of the at the intersections a lot of the crosswalks and stuff is gonna is gonna involve some work and we still have the uh 
the multi-purpose uh, path that comes down the trail that has been dug out, but it has not been paved yet. And, uh, and so we got to finish that. And hence another reason why we want to slow the speed because it's getting shared by other people other than your vehicle. Uh, but yeah, I would think by the end of this year, Margo, don't you think? I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to be pretty I close. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I the it's like aside from like the finishing up things at the intersections with the trail and then the path, like it's kind of it's those finalizing things like the lamp posts and the trees and, and the fences and, mm-hmm. the, and and as far as you said, what's important about trees? Well, our tree canopy is really shrinking, and it's for a number of reasons. People cut down trees and don't replace them. They uh, they, the disease, you know, the, the emerald ash borer with the ash trees really mm-hmm. was devastating on the ash trees. And and so you can't just shrink those things down for a number of reasons. It, it, it provides cleaner air. It actually soaks up groundwater when in areas that tend to flood or have, you know, have a lot of standing water. Um, it provides habitat for wildlife. Uh, it The leaves fall down and provide good fertilizer for the ground. I mean, there's... I, I don't know how anybody could really get bent out of shape about trees. Oh, I can. I can. <laughs> so I, this was an interesting topic because I went to my district's uh, uh, streets information in, in Toledo last week, and the mayor had explained why trees and neighborhood are important. And to your point, everybody's on the same page. Trees, neighborhood slows people down. You never know when the kid's going to pop out. It, it, you look a little bit more. And I texted Margo. I'm like. There are people here that are anti-sidewalk. They're an- <laughs> and I, I, I listened and I was like, I get that. Yeah. But it's a... S- so I believe that some people could be against trees and mm-hmm. sidewalks. Um, does Tarda... Marty, Margo, no, you- I, I would say, I think it's more about the minor inconveniences that, of course that it can is. happen yeah. sometimes. But it's, I mean, it's a sometimes game. Mm-hmm. Right. And the benefits that they offer all the time just often get missed uh, or overlooked. We, or, we uh, live in a very myopic <clears throat> world, but yeah. that's why you guys are in the position that you're in. Um, you've got to tell people, I mean, you don't tell them if they hear it, that's great, <laughs> but you have to think the long view, like you've got to set the city up for the 52nd mayor and the 152nd exactly. mayor. Yeah. Um, something that Margo and I are pretty passionate about, we're on different sides of the same spectrum. I'm not anti-car. Um, I'm not pro-bike, but I'm... V- I'm all about walking because I like my steps. I'm extremely pro-public transit. And I am of the firm belief that Toledo is not going to hit its potential unless Tarta is a vital part of that. And you're Lucas County. Tarta comes your way. Have And it's not as much as Toledo or other parts. But do they play a role in where mommy's headed? I think they do. Um, I'm also going to be serving on the uh, Metro Planning Board for Timacock. So, and with that, there's a there's a, a pretty good transportation component that they talk about mm-hmm. with, you know, how does the county going to look down the road and, we're, and what kind of funding do you have and so forth. But, you know, people read, it's tough for people to hire now. And there's a lot of people that rely on public transit to get to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if you don't have it, you're restricting your businesses too with being able to hire and and get people in there. And and I love what TART is doing. I think their modernization of their buses and their personal service and the, and the things that they're doing, I think it's the right direction. It really is. Margo, do you have something? Well, and um, I think it I think it was Timacog that put in the all aboard the whistle stop. Um, it was a couple Fridays ago. I believe I went to it downtown mm-hmm. and it was so exciting because um, when I worked uh, at a company in Columbus um, with some planners, they talked a lot about the three C's rail line. It's mm-hmm. something they were working for back in 2008. Um, and at the event, they talked about how I think it's the IRA, the federal funds were, they chose four uh, trail-related projects. And the three C's in Dayton was one of the train lines. Um, but then there was, um, they're doing like existing improvements and there was like two two other lines that I need to become more familiar with. But I, because I believe everything needs to be well-rounded. So Tarda's great and I love what they're doing. Laura's doing an amazing job. Uh, but the combination of Tarda and rail and walking and biking. Everything's linked and, together. Yes, and roads. <laughs> like all the things you need to have um, more of like a kumbaya of all the things and more proportional of all those services, not just highway heavy and lacking in most everything else. So mm-hmm. it's like, I believe the 
the best scenario is is making sure all those things are like present and available and safe for everyone. Um, and I, I'm just so excited about what mommy's doing right now because I feel like we're we're like kind of leaders of the pack of writing that wrong that I feel like has been kind of happening since the 50s. Um, so, Mr. Mayor, uh, here's a million dollar question that uh, would shut a lot of people up uh, on, the, on the internet, which I am completely all about, which is why I will never be a politician. I am far too snarky and honest for that. How, can you tell me about the scores of businesses in Uptown Maumee that have had to close up their shops because people have just decided to never shop there ever again, as I have been promised on the internet? Yeah, that's simply not happening. <laughs> Is there a single business that has closed it all in Uptown? No. In fact, in fact, we have. Um, I, the thing about being mayor is I'm 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 privy to being in on some of these conversations behind the scenes about people that are interested in coming to Maumee, and I can tell you there are plenty. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, People are asking, can I can I do this? Can I do that? Where can I go? Do you have space here? Do you have space there? Um, and yeah, that's just not happening. I think, you know, I, I'm not a cigar smoker, but that cigar shop is oh, it's very so busy popular. all the time. It's very popular, yeah. and uh, so is the candy shop. Mm-hmm. The candy shop, and they're going to expand. So you're asking me, are people closing? No, yeah. they're expanding. expanding. Margo and I have talked about this like since day one. Mm. Like the only people that, sorry, again my 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 authoritarian regime. Like the only people <laughs> that that get a say in whether the road diet is a success or not are the people on that street and surrounding it, and the neighbors. And from what Margo's told me and some other friends that live in Maumee, I have not heard of people sitting on their lawn shooing off people who cut through their neighborhood either the neighborhood seems content with what's been going on i think so because the people that live uptown mommy they like to walk Mm -hmm. they want that quick access to be able to get get somewhere and go someplace so and to to access uptown and um so i think with that businesses they connect with that and they know that you know that's a good place to set up uh, we're actually looking forward to the new fondue bar that's open. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, first one in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I'm looking I mean, forward to it. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Um, My daughter's been talking about it for <laughs> months and months. How does she know what fondue is? Well, she just heard us talking about oh, yeah, a okay. restaurant, okay. a new okay. restaurant coming in, Mommy, and yeah. she's excited. Um, <laughs> another thing that has had people saying, and this was just within the last week or so, I will never drive through Uptown Mommy again. Again, not a politician. That's the point, dummy. Um, no. you t- <laughs> we want you to drive through. <laughs> we want you to come to. Yeah. Go around. Can you talk about the, the small island extension that uh, that is oh, supposed God. to slow people down? Even though there's been no accidents so far, but again, um, authorities looking out to make sure that there aren't any. Right. It, that is eventually going to be an avenue to get down to the river from uptown right i mean that there's a sidewalks there they're going to feed down to the river and people are going to use that there's also a crossing there now and i saw it i saw the speed happening and i thought well you know what to support this and we're going to get the police chief involved so the police chief uh did some analyzation down there and did some uh got a speed trailer down there and did some uh, speed analyzing and found out real quick that after people were going south and they 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 got across broadway it was like getting shot out of a rodeo cannon yeah i mean it was gone they were gone and they were they saw the two lanes on the bridge and they were just flooring it and it's only 35 through there so um i i it, it as soon as i heard it i thought yeah that probably should have been part of the original plan yeah but you learn you learn what works and and what you need to do to revise things and uh, it's needed, and and then people when they leave that they can go ahead and take a real sharp turn on the bridge and go all as fast as you want. <laughs> See like what the happens. Forty-five has yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, in like the original original design, the that hundred yard island or hundred island wasn't even there. I mean, that came after I think Harrison was shut down. But it's like I walk that way all the time because it's in literally in my my couple blocks that I live in. And it used to be as soon as you hit, as soon as they hit Broadway, they, you know, put the pedal to the metal and the gas and went flying by. And there's no street trees there by St. Joe's along Conant. Um, And so you're just right there by those guys' 
speeding speeding by. And then when we put in the island and we took it down to one lane there and put that parking in, it it slowed people down dramatically where the island was. People were careful because it's narrow. You had the trees. And it was amazing from, you know, to Harrison. But we always continue down to the towpath, which I feel like a lot of people do. And especially now with the, the uh, improvements of the towpath all around and the path by the river. And then they would take off as soon as they got past the island. So it only made sense to really just extend that to the arch to where we're kind of welcoming people like and making it so that it, people are driving slower to the riverfront which a lot of people are wanting to connect to yeah, so so just just a minute, let me add that a little bit so you can control speeds really by two ways it's by design mm-hmm. or you put a cop there no. And Authoritarian we do both, iron fist. When we do both. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so design was part of that. And, and uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it has to be for safety for all. It can't be just just a, a piece of it. So that that's why we do it. And uh, yeah. Um, I want to go to our backyard. Do you know where you're kind of sitting right now here yes. in South Toledo? Yep. So the, the Southland Shopping Center. Um, so this is my neighborhood. I, I work here. I live over by Friday. So South Toledo is kind of like my, my playground. Um, when I live downtown, I miss the heck out of the old South End. And one of the big hot button things here um, has been whether or not to put some living in the Southland Shopping Center. Oh. And lots of people are like, well, that's a shopping center. And you can see all the people shopping in it. Um, Margo and I are on the same page. Like, let's get people some places to live. You've got one of those on the trail now. Is that development, which is affordable housing, completed? It uh, The first phase of it. Okay. Right, yeah. Can, so, yeah. Can you talk about that, what it is, why it was important, and how, from what I've heard, you have not had nearly the pushback that I've seen here in, in the South, and maybe because you weren't putting it in a mall. Um, um, yeah. But we need places to live, correct? We do. And, uh, you know, housing, not everybody can buy a house. Not everybody can can do those kind of things. You have to provide housing, uh, whether it's rental or low mod housing or whatever that might look like. But uh, I, I think it's important we do that. I think it's important we do it in a quality way. So when the build is... Uh, aesthetically pleasing. It's nice. It's got durability. It looks nice. Uh, it's got public transit next to it, uh, and and those kind of things. So uh, I think you know we'll, we'll continue to uh, have a few more of those that will pro- you'll see pop up around. And I think every community needs to look at that. That you need to be able to provide for those people that you know are in that category that have to rent or you know and they need housing. Well, and I feel like the biggest difference between what we put in in Maumee and like what wants to go in um, that we're, you're talking about mm-hmm. is um, it's change. So even though it's a big, mm. massive parking lot and it's not anything that is pleasing or amazing for anyone around there, you're still changing it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's a better change or not. It's change. It's change. Yeah. Um, so like and, and then I so I think it takes a lot for anyone to get past that. To then see, oh, but if there are people, you know, living right there, they can uh, go to more of the businesses and the food places Work and that all around. Yes. Like people that are going to live in that <clears throat> spot are probably going to proliferate things in Uptown Mommy because they're the people that are Margo and I's age and maybe they're starting a family or maybe they yeah. started one and now they're moving out from that family. So, and, and also there was really, there wasn't anything there before, right? Yeah. It was just like field. Right. 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 How dare you take my field away? I am, <laughs> I am pro field. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned acoustics for autism. Uh, Nicole and the crew are coming by on Friday to see me. Um, how important for Uptown is this? And I, is it okay if I call it mommy's opening day? <laughs> You know, I like it. I, I, I do. Yeah. I like it going into Monday and opening day. Yeah, I think that's very cool. It does kick very off creative. A, a, yeah. a heck of a lot. We've got like there's there's Wine Fest, there's St. Patrick's Day. Like I call it like we've got this six week window into like right before Mother's Day where you can give your liver a beating and you're going to need to uh, get a bigger belt because we got a lot to do. And, and, and acoustics really kicks that off. Can you talk about how vital it is to the area and how many people come? Yeah, it, it, we had a, um, at the Eddie yesterday, actually, we had a press conference kickoff, and, and that's uh, coming up in, in uh, two weeks, or March sun, Sunday, yeah, March yeah. 3rd. Uh, so, 
it, it's great for mommy. Nicole's, Nicole's committed to that. She even said so yesterday. I mean, it was like, we love mommy. We love the small type of bar establishments and the city works with us and we can keep everything in a close knit area. Last year, we were willing to close off the street on Conant street, give them a, a, a nice open area and a stage and so forth. So I think it's important to us. It's, uh, you know, they're, they're going to get thousands and thousands of people to show up. Uh, one stat that I, that I thought was very impressed that I learned about was dur- this whole thing. They've, they've, they've raised like almost $800,000 over the course yeah. of the years for uh, acoustics for autism. And, and autism really, uh, it, I don't know if there's a family that isn't affected with it somehow, somewhere, mm-hmm. a cousin, uh, you know, your own family uh, or whatever. And, and it's, um, it's a great charity. It's a great, uh, it's it's necessary and it and it reaches it even reaches into our own family in the city of people that work there so it, it's important uh, that we that we work with Nicole she's great to work with mm-hmm. I've known Nicole for many 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 years and um, she's a great vocalist too with uh, go Arctic Clam yeah, yeah go Arctic mm-hmm. Clam it's, she's a rocker yeah. she is <laughs> she's, it's a, it's a phenomenal yeah. event did you have anything about, about acoustics Margo? I, I mean, when you said mommy's opening day, it's like we're going to be, that new restaurant's going to be opening too. Of course, you know, construction's also going to be opening, I'm sure, soon after. <laughs> right? But um, I loved last year um, when Conant was shut down and it just kind of expanded in the uptown area. I think that, I thought that was amazing. Um, <clears throat> thanks for all your time. That's the business. I have some fun things I want to throw at you. Not that this hasn't been loads of fun. I'm pretty easy. <laughs> you are, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. easy. <laughs> um, so... You've actually seen people playing pickleball because I have not. And I see LeBron James and Tom Brady buying teams. This seems like a fun game. I've never seen a single human being. And and I know a lot of people. I've never had anybody say, hey, let's go play pickleball. But these courts you have are packed. They are. People are giving up tennis. to play. (laughs) Tennis is not the game anymore. No, no, it's it's a lot less running. Yes, exactly. Um, It's a bigger ball. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Um, Last year... Last year, last year was my. Fr- I hate fireworks. They're very loud. There's a yeah. lot of people. They're Dogs just, don't like them. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> They're the, they've been the same for 250 years. Yeah. Um, last year was my first time to experience the, all of our stations. Got to broadcast all over um, uptown and then downtown Perrysburg. Cool. Um, tell me about fireworks. What we might look forward to this year and what that partnerships like with with Perrysburg. That that has been. Uh, I think it's one of the premier events in the county. I really do. We we partner with Perrysburg. Uh, last year we expanded it to include some more music in the uptown area, closed off a couple uh, blocks and uh, celebrated a little bit more with some music and uh, people love it. The, the community loves it. It's a great, if you go into those neighborhoods that are adjacent to the uptown area, there's parties going on in yards, um, on mm-hmm. front porches, there's cookouts, the kids are playing outside. I mean, you got ice cream shops up there, you got candy shops up there. I mean, you got food trucks showing up. I mean, it's just, it's a fun time. And I, I think that's one uh, piece of mommy that we all appreciate is we do like that fun. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, we don't, we don't shy away from it. Yeah. And I feel like we keep adding more fun. You know, mm-hmm. we have acoustics, we've got the July 3rd, um, we've got summer fair, but I feel like there's, there's talks about adding more kind of community events um, that, it's really exciting. Well, Sunshine Children's Sunshine Children. We just celebrated their seventy fifth uh, anniversary, and they announced that they have a high quality band coming. Oh right! They have not announced who. September right? In September, what? September eighth, I think. And and again, they want to block off a couple blocks, and I I think eventually it'll probably be a fundraiser for them, but we'll see. But they're um, at another exciting event. They picked Mommy for that. And I'm looking forward to see who that is. Mm-hmm. If I can read the tea leaves here, it sounds like a Backstreet Boys reunion tour is coming. And <laughs> I don't you, know about that. If you paid attention earlier, I mean, I'd be really excited. You, you, all mean, you, you are a Backstreet Boy kind of person. <laughs> I'd be there. I, yeah, I, I like them. I think they and you all but said that Trader Joe's is coming to mommy. Everybody heard it when you said it earlier. I mean, I put request in multiple times. Nice try, Jason. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you say Trader Joe's and yeah, yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Um, one one piece of business, and I've been I I've admired this, and I guess the answer is well because that's all people from out of town. Uh, the summer fair has survived with the Goliath that is Jeep Fest being on the same weekend now for a couple of years, right? It has, it has, and. Uh, 
and the crowds aren't smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's another, that's another event that we have in the summertime. That's pretty cool as well as the rib off is still in mommy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you look at all those things that are going on. I think just about every month we got something going on. Fun. Yeah, Fun. <laughs> exactly. Fun times, yeah. even in construction. There we go. That should have been the line all along. <laughs> Fun and tacos. And it's where we live. Fun tacos and trivia and cones. It would have worked. Well, it's, it's all messaging. It's funny how people don't hesitate to line up to get to the event, mm. but they don't want to line up to get <laughs> construction barrels. I, uh, <laughs> I, in, in, in my uh, snarky, loud ways, I was very disappointed. But again, I like to think that I've, I've got some objectivity and foresight. I was upset that a lot of people were uh, taking great joy in ProMedica and their financial struggles. I'm like, then you can't come to any of these places downtown because without the steam plant, like this is the ghost town. It kind of was in 2012, right before I got here. So mm-hmm. we're doubling your ticket prices. Yeah, <laughs> you're um, right. You're right. I mean, if they don't, if you don't look at what they did to revitalize that whole downtown area and and support the concert series, and I mean, come on. I mean, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, who is an unsung mommyan? Oh. Oh, we got the hometown hero things. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy, I don't know. Yeah, we have the yeah we do have the hometown hero people that come up. And there's a string of people that that have really elevated their community service and been recognized like that, and we do have that coming up. Yes, uh, and I don't know who all have been told. Otherwise, I'd I'd try to like list off. But we did have someone at our council meeting last night, um, Bill Burry, that is getting an award this year. He's been helping a lot with the tree commission. Um, and helping with all the kind of the tree things we've been doing. I mean, obviously, uh, Kaz Meyer has, has been a kind of a local hero for many, many years, icon in the history. Uh, and they named the football field at the high school after him. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so he was a famous football player that I think probably put Mommy on the map. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> Nothing but hard questions here. It's hardball. Right. Hardball 2024. Um, if I had to look at your computer or your phone, uh, how many tabs would you have open and what would some of them be? Oh, boy. Are you a many tabs open kind of person? No, I like to close things out. Got it. <laughs> that, Finalize. That fits me, yeah. <laughs> when you're sitting yeah. on your phone all day and you got to get off work emails and you got to have a, a quick low-calorie tab open or website, where do you go to? I, it's my music app. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I listen. I, that's, that's who I am. I'm a classic rock kind of guy. I... You know, um, but I like all music. Um, very political, very diplomatic yeah, answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, it, my music app is probably the one that I, I really like the most. Uh, what's the biggest fish you've ever caught? Because you're an avid fisher, fisherman? Actually, a charter boat captain. So I do have a Coast Guard captain's license. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a 32 inch walleye, 13 mm-hmm. pounds. Wow. It was, uh, it was pretty nice. Um, I've seen a lot of big fish caught other guys you know running the boats and stuff um but I, i've kind of waned away from the whole i still fish personally but i've kind of waned away from some of the charter boat stuff but i am still involved in uh captaining a boat the uh glass city pearl downtown with uh, uh, i've up, forgotten up, that's existing yeah, yeah i'm so awful yeah the sandpiper yeah. and the glass city pearl yeah <laughs> so uh I, i'm i'm gonna be getting ready to kick off here in april and, and do some trips and that you know that's for for uh, private hire or, or they have weekly trips you can just do like for you know for meals meal trips mm-hmm. and wine and cheese parties you can bring your own food bring your own wine whatever and and uh and uh so that's fun that is really fun and going up and down the river and we kind of go with the mural way mm-hmm. yeah so we can see the mural and we're kind of looking forward to that getting lit yeah that's gonna be cool mm-hmm. uh, yeah um what did your mom or dad get on you get on your case for when you were a kid <laughs> Probably in my mouth. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've had soap in my mouth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, you learn from that and you know that yeah, it's you a nasty do. taste. Yeah. Well, I was always threatened by my grandmother. That's why I didn't use any filthy language over there. Yeah, Good the, to know. The wooden spoon. The, what's that? Just, you know. Smacked with yeah, it? Just, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, kind of blister you a, a little bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My dad always likes to tell the story that, uh, he he hit me like one time, yeah. and I, I like have the vision of it, um, or maybe it's just from him telling a story re- repeatedly. It's like his 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 four touchdowns in one game moment. He's like, I hit Eric that one time, and his eyes lit up, and he 
he used to hit himself afterwards. He disciplined himself is what he liked to say. Well, the one thing, the one thing about those things is you don't, you don't strive to get those things repeated to you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we pull no. you over once, yeah. you slow down. Yeah, right. um, last question. This has been a, a blast. Um, you have one movie to please as many people as possible um, to get as many people excited to see it at the indoor. What's the movie? Oh. Wow. Uh, well, my favorite movie, Shawshank Redemption. Okay, I, think it's, I just like the whole redemption part of it, and um, and it, you know, it, you know, the injustice part of it is is just it, it's real, you know. And um, but I it, that's been my favorite movie. Uh, you get a good crowd. You yeah, get a good crowd. I, I think so. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I've seen Margo, that a million times. Yeah. Your answer. You can't pick the same movie. Pick your own. Pick your own Margo movie. Oh, well, Margo's I mean, movies at the indoor. Hashtag. We're, we're doing it. Well, we're trying to get a movie at the indoor on April 18th. The Taylor Swift movie? Oh, boy. Through the Environmental Tree Advisory Commission. So we're trying to do a tree-related movie. Uh, I said Um, you've got to get a lot of people out (laughs) for this thing. Not the the environmental nerds. You said, what did I want to see there? You have to get a lot of people to come out. You have to get one more person than than Jim gets out to your movie. What are you picking? I have no idea. I've I've had the Taylor Swift movie. Well, that was amazing. I watched that with my daughter. But I I mean, I watch a lot of Disney movies. Because my daughter's only 11 now, right. so we went through a phase of lots of Moana and Frozen and, mm. you know, all the above, which I did not hate. So. Did you go Saturday? My, uh, I'm pretty close to people at uh, Lucas County Department of Developmental Disabilities. I need to, I'm also pretty close with Keith Toledo, Lucas County Beautiful. Yes. I need to be friends with shorter acronyms. Right. They're mouthful. <laughs> they had Elemental there on Saturday. Did you oh, ever make yes. it out? Oh, yes. I did not make it good, out there, good but movie. I heard it. Yes. Good movie. <clears throat> good movie. Heard good things. Um, I, I like. I really like some of the the tribute bands. I, I would like to mm-hmm. see them do more tribute bands mm-hmm. there. You're the mayor. You yeah. can tell them. To do yeah, that. I think I, I, no, we may go down Sarah, that road. That. I'll, make, I'll make that phone call. Um, I think that's it. Is did we cover everything that you wanted to hop into? Oh, I do have one last question, and we didn't even need to bring it up because I hope this conversation. Um, people are stumped, um, and I now buy it. I it is not a pile of anything that would get me get my mouth washed out for saying um, you're an independent. You're as independent as somebody gets. You said that in the state of the state of the, uh, the city. If somebody was sitting here guessing that guy's a Republican, that guy's, you, they were probably going back and forth because you're as independent and as objective as you can get nowadays. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. I, yeah, I don't, I don't connect with either party. I didn't want to be known as somebody that is kind of locked into a certain party way. And I think just being from where I came from, with the police we're kind of apolitical yeah I mean, we were and i and it just kind of it was just part of how i was raised and so that is who i am i was told you don't have a shot you don't have a chance you need to pick a party or you're not going to win then nobody ran against and, you okay well, the iron police chief. you know so yeah so good thanks for the time this is great to get to know you um i'm glad margo has connected us um i don't live in mommy i don't get there as much as i possibly could but um it is one of my 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 favorite cities in the area people might have their perrysburg favorites and their sylvanias there's some snobby stories that come out of there as you both know that's why i like the the blue collar nature of dales and the idiot and and the mommy indoor and Mm -hmm. that's why from day one when we got connected through a friend i was like there might not might not have been anybody in the area as excited as i was for the road diet now granted i don't have to sit in traffic every day but i would have gone around it anyway like a smart person I am ecstatic for that 87% to get to 100 congratulations thanks for looking ahead thanks for making sure that mommy um, was a great place in 2018 and 2008 and will be in 2048 thanks Chase appreciate the opportunity anytime